Hey there, welcome to Walking Alongside Perspectives, a combination of short monopods as well as some conversations with cool folks covering various topics based on what is going on in the world, focusing on the broader theme of perspectives. As Friedrich Nietzsche said, there are no facts, only interpretations. So let's get into it with this episode. Thanks for being here. I recently had a supremely bad day. In fact, in recent memory, as far as days at work go, I would say that it ranks in the top 10 of suckiest days. The worst day was probably the one where I got fired, so that's pretty hard to top, but after that, this one is right up there. Where to begin? Well, let's say that the meme that shows the person about ready to quit, followed by a quick glance at their finances, followed by the decision that it's really not that bad, has been my recent attitude towards work. Since probably the time that things in the COVID department started to ebb a little, and the move, or in our case, shove, back to the office started happening in earnest. The fact that there is this archaic belief that the pre-COVID way of working is the only path available is one aspect contributing to my frustration. But suffice it to say, it is getting harder and harder to keep making excuses as to why I should stay, despite what my account balances might say. My family recently subscribed to WaterBear, a streaming service that shows all kinds of amazing documentaries about what people are doing to address the very real challenges our planet and its populations, animal, mineral, vegetable, all of them are facing. And I watched a show about permaculture that literally made me want to follow in their footsteps and go and buy a farm in Wales, or really anywhere, and just get back to the business of nurturing the land and growing food in a sustainable way and not having to deal with the BS that comes with pretty much any nine to five job. So it's pretty evident that work sucked, or sucks, depending on the string of days and whatever might be going on at the moment. And I think many people can relate. There is the great resignation happening for a reason, or maybe it's been in the past and people are changing their mind, but I think in a lot of ways, work isn't the same as it was. And if it is the same as it was, I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. Anyway, then there's also the matter of our impending vacation to Galliano Island. I am so excited. We haven't been on a holiday in nine years, we're ready. So in order to be a bit more comfortable on the road trip in our 2019 kicks, we thought we should get a roof carrier. So we bought one assured by the car dealership that we would be able to get the rails and then it should be smooth sailing and we would have it all installed and ready to go and all the space for luggage and Daphne wouldn't have to sit all smushed in the back seat for our trip to the coast. Let's just say that hasn't panned out the way that we had hoped. After three trips to the dealership, we have no rails, no ability to install a roof rack, and now it turns out that even though the place where we brought the crossbars and carrier from will accept a return, it's gonna be less a 5% restocking fee, which 5% of two grand is still pretty steep. And I'm so disappointed that I'm actually contemplating buying a different car in order that we can get the roof rack installed instead of having to pay the restocking fee. I know, it sounds desperate, it seems ludicrous, but, that is the point at which I am after this debacle. So all of that, one day, horrible. And to top off that Uber great day, the Uber driver who was charged with bringing me back to the dealership so that I could drive my not completed car home, couldn't find me. So I spent 20 minutes wandering around the parking lot trying to give him directions. It was beyond frustrating. When I did get home, I did the only sane thing I could fold laundry while watching TV and commiserating to a friend about work. He and I are both somewhat beholden to that infernal paycheck, and sadly he says he's not enough of a hippie to go and have these with me on a farm in Wales. However, after that, we were both feeling a little bit better, and it was just nice to be able to unload on someone who understands, and so that felt good. 
I did feel a little bit better after having had a chance to talk about that. So when Chris came home from work, he told me about his crappy day. And after he had unloaded on me, it was very obvious that it's time for a vacation. So after supper, he had to head over to go help a friend fix some stuff at their place. And I took Luna on her nightly walk solo. So I set my iWatch for outdoor walk and off we went. But not two minutes later, I ran into some neighbors and ended up talking to them long enough that I had to turn off my iWatch because I wasn't actually moving. We ended up talking for at least 25 minutes. I got a mini tour of their new house. We talked about sharing some of the delphiniums that they're getting rid of and some monkshood, I think. It's a poisonous plant. I need some more perennials and hey, who doesn't want a good poisonous plant? So talked about that. We talked about the community league day that we're both helping to get set up in Argyle. And we also tossed around the idea of doing some kind of block party sometime soon because we live on this great circle that has this amazing green space. At some point, Luna was done. She'd had enough of all that lollygagging and she pulled me towards the back gate and we actually set off on our walk. And I have to say that there was a definite lightness in my step after that interaction because I wasn't thinking about work anymore. And it just felt, again, really good to be able to chat with people and just unwind in the company of neighbors. Put differently, it was nice to be a part of a community. No sooner were we out of the circle though and onto that main street that runs sort of north-south in our neighborhood than we ran into some other dog walkers that we know. And so Luna dragged me across the street to say hi to Eva, the dog. I don't actually know the names of the humans. And we chatted about the mosquitoes and the neighborhood skunks. And we both said that we hope that those little stinkers don't decide to call our respective yards home. And then just as we were about to really start making some progress on our walk, one of the newer additions to the neighborhood and her big woofer ended up sort of meeting up with us kind of on the other side of the street. And Nala, their dog, decided she needed to sit and wait for Luna to come say hi to her. So we literally crossed back to the other side of the street and talked to them for a bit. And that 15 minute delay between those two dog walking folks was, again, just as beneficial as that initial one. Different people, different chats, equally fun and uplifting. In the span of not even one whole block, I had talked to three different groups of people and had essentially forgotten all about my day. The rest of the walk was uninterrupted, except by Luna's usual sniffing of grass or trees or rocks or whatever every five feet. There was slow pitch going on as usual, and that's always entertaining to watch, so we watched a couple of those plays. And the sky that was actually pretty dark that night, especially over the ball diamonds, was broken by this slash of rainbow, and it looked amazing, and just sort of really helped to shed a different light again on, on a day that was winding down. The sky to the west of us, on the other hand, was clear and blue, and the setting sun caused us to cast these long shadows as we carried on with their walk, and it was funny to see those long-legged versions of ourselves. The breeze was lovely and definitely helped keep the mosquitoes down, and the temperature, especially considering the last couple of days of 29 degree scorchers, was delightfully cool. All in all, it was a perfect evening. Community, it turns out, really is a bomb. Just as they say that it takes a village to raise a child, so too does it take a community to make a person feel like they've really got a place to call home. And while I loved my house in Forest Heights and the immediate neighbors were pleasant enough, after 14 or so years of living there, I never really connected with anyone, especially after my garden-loving neighbor moved. But within the first year of living in Argyle, I knew more people than I had in all those years in Forest Heights combined. It was really quite astounding. And it's by virtue of knowing all the dogs by name, and sometimes the humans, that you really feel like you're a part of something. That it's not just a bunch of random addresses and people, but that you really feel like you're integrated into the community in a way that you feel and believe that you would be missed were you to move. 
As it happens, over the course of that same, what started out as a completely sucky day, I also got a couple of texts from the chair of the social committee that I participate on about the flyers for that upcoming community league event, and would Daphne like to make some cash delivering them? And by the way, did I have the contact info for another person? And again, that sense of belonging is huge, and being able to answer that question was awesome. So by the time Luna and I got home, I really did feel like a a new person. And that was really cemented when I turned into our alley and there was yet another neighbor putting up a small fire in their driveway that fortunately had been deliberately set to avoid the rags he was using to stain the wood that is becoming their custom designed camper van from spontaneously combusting in the garage. A totally random conversation that lasted less than two minutes, but again, community. Spontaneous combustion, incidentally, is the reason I never bought cords. You know, cords, the pants, corduroys because I was convinced that the friction created by the pat legs rubbing together would send me up in flames. Sad but true. At work, when I am not having a supremely brutal day, we often talk about the importance of community and its role in helping to strengthen mental fitness. And it seemed kind of appropriate that I was able to experience that, actually experience the benefit of community. Not because it equates to a double-blind crossover placebo-controlled trial, but because that lived experience and the actual feeling of losing all that negative energy and kind of getting your juju back simply by stepping out of your door and connecting with those around you is real. It's a thing. It works and it makes a huge difference. Vivek Murthy, the US Surgeon General, has previously reported that rates of loneliness are up in the States and arguably around the world. And with all the things that are dividing us or keeping us apart, it's small wonder that people are feeling disconnected and alone and lonely. I think that perhaps one of the things that could be an antidote to that is simply walking out your door and out into wherever it is that you live. Walk around, say hi to your neighbors, become a part of the community league. For as long as there is work and coworkers and bosses and deadlines and policy and all the rest of the crap that goes along with making a living, I think that the most important decisions that we can make are the ones that help us to make a life. Who can we connect with that will help us to get back to what matters, that will remind us of the little things that bring us joy? that offer us plants for our garden or ways to help our kids earn some spending money. When we can be a part of a community, it really is a bomb to ourselves and to any of the people that we might end up running into who might also have had the mother of all crappy days. And in simply engaging in a quick or not so quick chat, as the case may be, we are reconnected to those things that help to put into perspective a few stupid or short-sighted decisions that are probably way beyond our pay grade anyway. Community. Cheers to that. Thanks for listening. If you have ideas for a topic or even better, a perspective to share, I would love to hear them and share them, ideally in a conversation with you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and throw a comment my way or share with friends. For better or for worse, we're all in this together. We have exactly one world to share, so let's make it the best one it can be. Until next time, take good care. Ciao for now.